Hey everyone, I'm Scott Cunningham, aka Scottsy Business, and today we're here with Jason Goldberg, who is the CEO and founder of Peepo. Can you start off just by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hey, thanks, Scott. Really appreciate you having on me. And uh, um, yeah, so let's see, I'm a longtime entrepreneur. I've uh, been founding companies for you know, nearly 20 years. So the first uh, startup I worked at uh, in the technology space was at AOL. I uh, worked at AOL chat rooms back in uh, late 1990s, so really um, got to understand like, the early days of internet community, uh, and then uh, started a company such as Jobster, Social Media, one of the first kind of social news aggregators um, back in 2008. Uh, sold that it was very that was back basically before the Facebook newsfeed, before uh, you know Twitter took off, and so we were helping people figure out what to read every day based on what their friends were reading. So it was pretty kind of innovative at the time. We were pretty big pretty fast and we sold the company and then started a company called Fab.com, which was a pioneer in e-commerce, um, curated commerce, design commerce, uh, and then a company called Hem, uh, which was uh, direct-to-consumer, private label uh, furniture design, which is uh, still doing really well today. You go into pretty much any WeWork in the world and a lot of the furniture is from Hem. Uh, HEM.com and uh, yeah, and then 2016 I um, got really passionate about trying to create the internet of money and uh, that led me into uh, what I do today and so yeah, I've been going on this uh, since then uh, and um, yeah, so you know, I can jump in and tell you a little about what we've been working on for the last four years because it's, it's, been, it's been quite a build, yeah. Yeah, wow, yeah. Seems like quite a journey you've had with a lot of different entrepreneurial ventures. So, what is what does your average day look like now with everything that you got going on? Yeah, so I mean, the critical thing to understand first of all is that uh, we've been building a technology platform, uh, OST technology. OST stands for Open Simple Token uh, since 2016. And basically, when we looked out at the world in 2016 and saw like, okay, programmable money, and there's gonna be this Internet of Money. That what I looked at it was like, okay, first we the Internet. Of, Kind of content, I mean, the internet of people, and that was the internet of money. And we saw this opportunity to, you know, different people looked at crypto and saw different things. And what we saw was the ability to basically enable kind of, you know, microtransactions, enable kind of zero fee microtransactions to be embedded into any application. So a huge like, seismic shift from, let's say, the world today where you, know, you have credit card processing and bank processing that basically makes it unaffordable to have any transaction online for less than a buck. Right. And with blockchain, you could have, you know, peer to peer decentralized transactions. You could basically have any kind of action in an app or website result in a value transfer. And you could do that for less than a fraction of a cent once you optimize these blockchains. And it's like, okay, whole new thing you create. Um, and so what we've been working on for the last four years is how do you go from kind of, okay, you know, the possibility of making something like that happen to the reality of, you know, a company actually embedding that into their applications. And so we built, a basically a full stack technology platform that includes, you know, protocols for how do you kind of uh, run transactions on layer two Ethereum. So you basically offload heavy transaction volumes off of layer one to kind of more scalable, uh, lower cost layer two, while still maintaining all the smart contract infrastructure. Uh, so that was the OpenST protocol that we wrote back in 2017 to another protocol we wrote called Mosaic, which we're still doing a lot of work on, which is how do you prove all those transactions happen on layer two, back on layer one, so that you still leverage layer one Ethereum is like the absolute truth. Um, and that's a huge scaling kind of uh, kind of mechanism. And then from the business facing uh, kind of elements of that, like what our customers use, our clients use, is all the APIs and SDKs to embed that into any application, including 
I think most importantly from a user experience standpoint is the wallet SDK. So that you can embed a you know, kind of a full Ethereum smart contract wallet into any application such that end users don't even need to know what gas is. They don't need to write down 12 words. They can just use it just like they would in an app. So to answer your question, what, do I, what does the typical day for me look like? Well, so the core business is this OST technology, right? And so we, we, um, we've been building for four years. I'm a product manager, product designer. Um, you know, I work really closely with our engineers on every aspect of, of the stack. And about March of last year, we looked and said, okay, we're really close to bringing this to market. And the hypothesis we had was that if we really wanted to get adoption, the best thing we'd do was to just build a use case and show people the technology in action. And that's what led us to build the Pepo app, which you mentioned. Um, and so we went out and talked to people and user interviews is basically our lifeblood. And we kind of talked to people trying to look for pain points, things that we could kind of, you know, solve a problem, you know, can build something that people need rather than just building something for the sake of building. And yes, we found like this this need to enable people in micro communities, micro interests to have you know better, more authentic online conversations, uh, to meet fellow people that you know that share the same interests. Um, we wrapped that in a 30 second video app um, that has the embedded you know crypto microtransactions in it. So every like now transfers value. So if you're a creator or a maker, you can earn more than just likes. Um, you're an actual real money inside the Pepo app. And so, yeah, so that's, so we have that app that's live now and it's really awesome because we, we launched it uh, at DevCon last year in October in like a beta. And now we have, you know, a few thousand people, they've done over a hundred thousand transactions on it and we've learned tons from them. And now we're really getting ready to over the next few months to take those learnings and start to bring it mainstream. Um, so it started off as like an app for the crypto community, and now we're really getting ready to unleash it as just an app for anyone who's in a micro community. Um, so what do I do every day? So what I do every day is I do, uh, I do I'd say my day is split into three things. I'd, I'd say that about one third of my day is spent talking to the users um, of the Pepo app. And you know, we do 20, 30 minute interviews with five, six users a day. Um, and it's, lab you know, it's, it's labor intensive, it's time consuming. But we say it's the only way to figure out that we're building the right stuff um, is to have these conversations. So that's one third of my day. Um, another third of my day is um, talking to businesses, companies about implementing the OSD technology, just like Pepo has. Um, mm -hmm. We have a number of implementations that are in progress. Some really exciting launches happening in the next couple of weeks and months. Uh, and this is one that we're just willing and willing it to happen because we have companies that have been like you know working on implementations and then you know. They, you know, we thought some were going to launch in the last year, and now it's like early in Q1 of this year and Q2 of this year. So really, really excited about getting that, that out there. So we have some more use cases. And then the other third is just, you know, working with the team, motivating people, helping solve problems. You know, what typical stuff that goes along with you running a business is, you know, it's all humans in the end until the robots take over. And, um, you know, you got to keep people happy and motivated and, you know, make sure that people are, you know, working well together. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it sounds like you've got a lot on. Question ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've got a lot on your plate, and you kind of dived into it a little bit. But um, for people who have never heard of Peepo before, do you want to just give a, a brief introduction to that? Yeah, I mean, look. It's first of all, it's it's uh, it's in the iOS and Android app stores. It's Peepo. Um, we call it Peppo, which is a little peppy. Um, it is uh, thirty second video updates with video replies with seamlessly embedded. Crypto microtransactions. So, every, you know, when I look at like social media, you know, social kind of networks, 
I call it the three C's. Um, there's basically people joining for the community. Uh, they stay around for the clout, right? Uh, and then they, they get really excited by actually being able to earn cash. And most social networks get the first two right and the kind of the big, the third ones are missing. Like how do you enable the influencers or the people creating the content to actually earn from all this content they're giving to these platforms? And in Pepo, we have all three C's, right? So the whole intent of the app is that you join to participate in a micro community. You know, I'd say like we, one of the things that we learned, like we thought crypto was the micro community we launched. We realized over the last couple of months that actually it's not, that within crypto, that's like, that crypto itself is like a very big community. Um, and then you have micro communities, let's say people who are interested in DAOs or DApps or you know, Bitcoin maximalists or people are going to an event or NFTs, whatever my big. So now our next release is we're actually, so in, in time for ETH Denver in a couple of weeks, we're actually releasing this whole like channel community feature. So you can create these little micro communities inside the app. Um, but so basically you, you know, you join the app, you can up, you create 30 second videos, talk about any topic you want. People who share your interest get matched to, to, the, to these videos. They can reply to them. Uh, and then every like, uh, instead of just giving you cloud or followers, actually gives you real money. Um, and uh, we start every user off with 500 free Peppa coins. It's worth five bucks. Um, and you have a real Ethereum layer two smart contract wallet in, in the app. It's like a slick user experience. Like you'll never even know it's crypto unless you go three levels deep and try to look at the smart contracts, which you can. Uh, and yeah, and then we are the first uh, crypto power app approved by Apple and Google for uh, cash in, cash out. So basically you can top up in the app, you can buy more Peppa coins and you can cash out uh, in the app as well. So it's a really, really cool end to end experience. Awesome. Awesome. So what did you guys set out to solve with Pepo? Yeah, I mean, we basically, we, we interviewed tons of people looking for gaps. And, you know, we heard a lot of things in the conversations. One is we heard that a lot of social media was really noisy, um, that people were kind of suffering from like the signal versus noise uh, kind of problem. So like on Twitter, if you go through like you know, lots of tweets and lots of trolls before you get to something interesting. Um, and... Uh, and then we also, people were searching for authenticity, uh, that people felt like that a lot of social media had kind of devolved into not a place for kind of good conversation, but just a place for people screaming at each other um, or kind of like, you know, kind of shouting here and there. Um, so that was one of the things we heard. So that kind of led us thinking about things like video format, where it's harder to be an asshole if you're kind of using, if you show your face. Um, we heard from creators over and over again across all sorts of social media that they were struggling to earn. Um, we heard from influencers that they were struggling to earn. Um, we heard from a lot of people's frustration that if they build a following, so they invest in a platform, that they basically give so much of what they built to the platform in terms of you know, they, if, you know, if, they, if they get any sponsors or advertisers that the platform is taking so much of it. And so we heard like this need to kind of build, you know, and actually, one of the things we also heard was like LinkedIn was kind of failing people. It's like I've been overrun with spam. Um, people just kind of send like you know, spam connection requests, and people were looking for more genuine, authentic ways to connect with people who shared their micro interests um, to be able to collaborate and also to you know to, to 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 benefit from the fact that you have value in you know that, that accrues to the to the actual users and creators. So that's you know, so the, that's what we put together, and look, have we. We haven't nailed it entirely yet. Um, we're, 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 we, we take the approach of we put something out there and then we talk to people and we listen to them and try to figure out you know, the right ways to, to maneuver towards it. We, 
we purposely only launched to really like the Ethereum community to start and like other people join, but we kind of really just said, okay, this is for like, you know, eat devs, try this, right? And then we've seen that, like, you know, someone will join, they'll have an interest in like wellness and they're, you know, other people kind of start talking to them like, okay, well, that's a micro community or someone will start creating content about DAOs and like, well, other people join in. So now we're just really focused on enabling these people, people who have kind of these micro interests to have a great place to express those interests. That's awesome, the current awesome. thing. Yeah. But, you know, so yeah. it's, 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 it's like these things evolve, right? So we, we, we're trying to figure out the right time where to take it, try to get mainstream. So we decided not to do the approach and be like, hey, it's the new TikTok, right? Instead, we said, okay, let's just focus on, you know, make value for one more user and one more user. And then over time, we'll let it go. I have people all the time come to me and saying, hey, you know what? I'm a, I'm a food blogger. Could I use this app to kind of connect with the people who follow me? And then they could like, you know, Thank me with coins every time I bread with good pose. I'm like, maybe which we're, we're not there yet. Yeah. 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 No, that makes a lot of sense. And um, to your point about LinkedIn, I find that it's kind of like rampant with um, LinkedIn pods where it's like people are sending their posts to be liked by a bunch of other people in a group. And they're yeah. just kind of like liking all in, in, in like a circle. Whereas with people, since you have to send a little bit of people, you know, you're not just going to be, you know, doing that with everyone's to kind of like boost your status because obviously you're going to be losing people by sending it all around. And um, yeah, like I, I think it's really important that you have genuine, authentic connections. And I and I think that you guys are are kind of hitting the mark with that. Um, so what are some of the next big updates coming for people? So we decided to do, uh, our users were telling us that they wanted to have kind of more kind of meaningful connections at like the micro interest level. And so we decided to build this kind of channel experience kicking off at ETH Denver. Um, and so we have um, about a dozen channels that are launching around the ETH Denver timeframe. So that's around the 14th of February. ETH Denver is one. So anyone going to ETH Denver will be able to connect with each other in the Pepo app. Um, we partnered with ETH Denver to be the official community app for the conference. So we're like, all right, we got to live up for that. We're going to build something the community wants to use okay. it. Um, and and at the same time, we're launching a channel for ETH scholars. So there's a number of Ethereum scholars going to ETH Denver and Simona Pop um, from Consensus is putting together this channel on where they'll all be able to share knowledge and communicate each other on uh, on Pepo. Um, we have uh, a couple people really passionate about DAOs. They're creating a channel about DAOs. Um, and so there's this channel kind of, uh, actually 1 million devs is a project led by Consensus. They're creating a channel on Pepo where basically anyone has an idea for what developers should be working on uh, in Ethereum can submit a video on Pepo, get it voted up with Pepo coins. Uh, and that's going to be uh, presented not just in the Pepo app, but also the videos that be displayed elsewhere as we're showing. You can take the videos and put them in different places. So that's kind of the next big thing we're also working on. There's a number of ways that the, the tokens um, are used in the app. Um, today, they're used for personalization and curation. So if let's say if, if I follow you um, on Pepo where I, where I like your videos and then I'll benefit from what you like and so where you spend your money matters not just for you but also for other people um, and helps personalize the experience. We're, we're adding ways that you can basically spend tokens to message people. So if you want to get in touch with someone that you don't know, you do it through the Pepo app um, and they'll set their price. That's a really cool use of tokens as well to kind of get rid of the link spam kind of effect. Uh, and and then we're launching, as I said, these channels. And so you could have, right, to start all the channels would be public, but then you can go to private channels to pay tokens to be part of. 
So the relation way to show the use cases of the tokens as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, for example, when I think of um, giving 500 tokens to users when they start, um, I, I think of like Waku who did that, and then there was a bunch of like bot accounts that kind of took advantage of that. How are you guys um, like putting in place like ways to prevent you know a bunch of people from signing up and then just sending it all to one account, for example, and then like just like withdrawing it all? Yeah, yeah. So there's a few things here. I mean, so one is um, you need to create a wallet. It's self-custodial, um, and so there's but there is a, you know there's a little bit of friction to create a wallet. So it's not just you can't have a bot to create the wallet for you. Uh, that's one thing. Um, so you need humans to actually you know create the wallet. Uh, you can only have one private key on basically uh, one have a private key on the device, and so you need to have multiple phones in order to do it. So you, have to, like, you know, tons of phones in order to do that, mm. um, and. Uh, then the next thing is that you have to, in order to be able to cash out, we require you right now to actually have a video um, that's been created. And so now we know, you know, we know what you look like, you know your face, you know, you can tell, okay, you know, we have kind of our algorithms are looking to see, you know, did 10 people suddenly send all their tokens to this one person? Is this person really making high quality or not? And so, you know, we're, we're doing you know, what you'd expect to kind of combat that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. That makes sense. Um, and uh, so actually, how did... Pepo get its name and what was the kind of like motivation behind originally creating this or when did the idea start to uh when did you start to form that idea the really cool thing is that in 2016 when we started working on this whole like internet of money thing and like the concepts we started the first one like in a big like app idea we had was what if we could maybe enable something that influencers could uh, basically monetize their influence directly to their fans and sponsors without having to go through the platforms and we actually launched an app back in 2016 called Pepo. Um, and so, and I bought the name Pepo back then because I liked, you know, it was PEPO, similar people. Um, it had a very kind of easy to remember kind of name. Uh, and we launched an app. We actually got several hundred thousand users of it. Um, and then we decided to just put it on pause for a little bit while we focused on getting the, the crypto technology. And that little bit ended up being four years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And, um, so where do you see Pepo fitting in with other maybe similar dApps or how it's uniquely different or how maybe it's like kind of the only one doing this in the space? Uh, how, how do you feel that it fits in with the, the sort of dApp ecosystem and then maybe also how it compares to just like legacy apps that are yeah. not crypto? Yeah, I mean, a couple things. So one is, um, first of all, I mean, people should check out the Pepo app because you'll see the experience immediately is so vastly different from from almost every other app. I mean, you do not need to uh, connect MetaMask or use a kind of a wallet extension or toggle between you know, you know between two different apps in order to uh, you know to use the wallet. There's no gas involved. You don't need to sign transactions. We've invented something called session keys um, that basically. Uh, the private key that we basically that you get put in your device interacts with the multi-sig that authorizes these execution keys to do low-value transactions. You can just like pop, 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 hit the like, the like button without having to manually sign every transaction. Super slick. Uh, you don't need to write down 12 words. Uh, part of our wallet recovery process is uh, based on a six-digit pin and a secret that's split into three parts. Uh, and that's all from smart contracts. So a lot of stuff going on in the Pepo app. That just makes the user experience really slick and seamless. And so, um, you know, 
a number of folks have said it's the best crypto UX they've seen, and we really pride ourselves on that. And we hope more apps can look at them and kind of say, okay, we want to have UX that feels like this, and that hopefully will lead more of them to try things with the OST technology that enables it or to build things that also enable that. Um, and so I think it's one of the biggest areas where we differentiate uh, is around the user experience. That like you know you can use Pepo and never even have to know that it's crypto. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's additive to the experience rather than kind of feeling like it's a step backwards. Um, and so I think one of the biggest problems that so many DApps have had is like people have a very low threshold for kind of taking two steps backwards just because it involves some you know some some new technology. Um, people will do it if they find like they can you know earn a lot of money or by doing so. But for the most part, like, people aren't going to put up with a lot of pain um, from something if they're used to having really you know an experience like this, and then it's like so much worse. But like there's only so much pain people put up with, and so you know we think Pepa solved for a lot of the kind of the UX challenges uh, that we're plaguing, um, and then also having like on ramps and off ramps. I mean, that's something we saw from a regulatory kind of FinCEN uh, standpoint. We work closely with Apple to get the app me, approved for kind of. Uh, top up in the app and cash out options, which was not an easy task to do, and uh, something that we're very proud of. And I'd say just you know, our biggest hurdle is comparing, as you said, to legacy apps because end users they don't care if it's an app or an app; they just care that it works and that it solves their need. And so you know, it's like when I say like we want to be you know kind of a a better LinkedIn. People are going to compare us to LinkedIn, not to LinkedIn app, right? Um, and it, you know, some people often say you know, we're kind of crypto, you know, crypto TikTok, or um, and I mean, that's, TikTok's an awesome app. So like, it's like, so if we're going to be you know, compared to TikTok, we got to be as good as TikTok, which is tough. Um, so that's the harder part is you know the legacy apps are really good, Snapchat's really good, Instagram's really good. Just adding crypto alone is not enough. You got to actually you know, create a use case or you. Know, uh, solve the pain point that people have. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, what, what a lot of dApps fail to do is to keep the performance and the the quality that you would expect with legacy apps. And they say they're doing it in in the name of privacy or decentralization. Um, but for the average non-crypto user, they can't really appreciate that. Okay. So... It, yeah, so they don't really get the the same kind of uh, they don't draw as many people. So so what in I can't say, like, looking at like, I'm a really avid kind of you know UX researcher, user researcher, product researcher, and like I I would say like if if you really believe that your USP is privacy, let's say, go find an area where the users are so passionate about privacy and build an app for them. And it'll work, but like if you just if you just build a generic app and say the difference we have is that it has privacy built in, people are not going to care. Like you have to find the people who have a particular use case for that privacy or whatever that whatever the dimension is that you're trying to kind of you know show that we are better at. You got to you got to start with people that they really care for this problem. They care about this dimension. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you're looking at people in the long term. Where do you hope to see it go in the next year and then in the next like five years, given, you know, crypto and everything works out? Like, what's the ideal vision? Yeah, I mean, look, we created, you know, Papo as a showcase app of the OSC technology. And but we took it very seriously. We said we're going to look for, you know, real use cases and lean into them. And now we really think that, you know, Papo can be, you know, the best app for micro communities. Uh, to have authentic conversations 
uh, and uh, to gather, you know, you know, and, and so that's a mission, right? And that's something we think we can do. We also think that there's an opportunity to basically make Pepo the app where you can create and earn, and it could be an app where, um, you know, where any influencer or creator can show what they're working on and earn money for it. It might be two apps. It might be one. I'm not sure yet. Like it might be that we just basically create like a you know, kind of spin out version of it, um, which is okay too. Right? And uh, and I don't really have like one well, five years you know, here's where we'll be. What I do want to see is lots and lots of really cool use cases of the technology that we built. And um, you know, if these are one or two of them, that's great. And then the third parties make others. That's even better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what uh, exchanges or where where can people trade or find Pepo right now? Or or is uh, is OST also a crypto, or is that the underlying uh, network? Yes, yes, great question. So the, the Pepo coins themselves are only in the app. Um, so you you can only send them to people who are members of Pepo, but they are on a blockchain and they're on the OST layer two Ethereum blockchain. And the way they get their value is basically the a protocol we wrote back in 2017. Uh, the whole purpose of that protocol is that you you take a token, any ERC20 token, and you basically lock that token into a smart contract in layer one, and that creates almost like the gold reserve, the, the basis of the value for what you create on layer two. So in the case of the Pepo coin, you take and you can create whatever mapping you want, and it's fixed in the contract. So it's a one-to-one for some Pepo, and one OST token is one Pepo coin. So whatever the price of OST is today, it's about one cent. A price of a Pepo coin is today. If it goes two cents tomorrow, everyone's just twice as you know, their Pepo coins are worth twice as much. Um, the way our technology works is you can use the OST token for, for that, uh, or you can use any ERC twenty you want. Um, right now we have support for USDC, and we have clients asking us if they can use Dai or ETH. We're agnostic to it. We just want you to use the tools. Um, and then the OST token is also used uh, to reward validators who are helping validate the transactions on the, on the side chains. Okay, awesome. So if people want to invest in Peepo, so to speak, in from a blockchain perspective, they should be looking at OST. Yes. Okay, okay, cool. Um, so what is the uh, current user base size right now and, and how is it growing currently? Yeah, so we purposely kept it to just early adopters right now as we kind of do this initial research and learning and like all these intensive conversations. There's a few thousand users. The cool thing is they've done nearly 100,000 transactions, peer-to-peer decentralized transactions. Um, and we're gearing up for the next big kind of user push around the Denver timeframe. Uh, so in a couple of weeks, we just a couple of days ago released the ability to, the new version of the app, you can log in. At first, you can only log in with Twitter. Now you can log in also with uh, Apple ID or with your email, Gmail, or with uh, GitHub, so targeting for developers. Uh, so that's just like creating a more open kind of welcome environment for people who are not you know, on Twitter or don't want to use their Twitter. Uh, and then our plan is to really start making a push kind of in a couple of weeks towards uh, going from a few thousand users to tens of thousands and then hundreds of thousands of users. Awesome. Awesome. So where can everyone go to learn more about people? Yeah. So please, uh, you know, First, download the app. I mean, the best way to experience Pepo is to just download it. iOS, Android, type P-E-P-O. Um, try it out. It's real simple. You'll be up and running in a matter of seconds. Uh, press the you know the Pepo like button, and you'll see, wow, I just sent someone a cent. It's really cool. Um, and just how, how smooth it is. And then you can obviously learn more on our website uh, at P-E-P-O.com. 
Awesome, awesome. And and where can they uh, follow outside of Peepo? Like, what are some of the Twitter and what are the different handles for them to keep up with you guys? Yeah, awesome. Thanks. So um, my Twitter is Betashop, B-E-T-A-S-H-O-P. Um, been using Betashop for eight, 12 years now, I guess. Um, and uh, the official Twitter of the, the app is the Pepo app, T-H-E-P-E-P-O app. Um, so yeah, follow us on Twitter and learn more. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that is everything that I have. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience before we end this off? Thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, we'd we love talking to people who use the app and give us feedback and trying to figure out use cases. Awesome. All right. Well, everyone, make sure to go and download Pepo. Try it out for yourself. It's really, really awesome. I've been using it for a while now. And, um, you know, check it out and uh, let, let everyone else know what you think. Let us know in the comments below. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this. I really appreciate it. I think um, everyone could have learned a little bit from watching this and and learn a little bit about what you're up to and what OST is and, and what Peppa's all about. So again, thank you so much for coming on. Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Cheers. All right.